the tea with Novi and Jordy. I'm so listening to this. I only do bougie. I honestly don't really like anyone. Just fuck everyone else. I'm a bad bitch. I'm just letting my lashes grow. If it's not pink and glittery, we, we don't, don't want, want it. it. This was not on my itinerary. Don't be such a fucking brat. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, hey brats. brats. This is Novi. And I'm Jordy. And, and this, this is, is not, not on the itinerary. itinerary. First podcast. The amount of times we've tried to do this podcast is insane. Yeah, it took us a lot to get here, but we're here. Welcome. I'm glad you guys are all here and you guys want to hear our voice. That's crazy. We are going over how we became moms first, I want to say, today. Yeah, tonight we're going to talk about how we became moms and how we got our names. Um, But in general, this is definitely going to be the type of podcast that spills all the tea. And talks all the shit. Talks about mom stories. Talks about trauma. All the things. So grab your snacks and get ready. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. All right. So I guess we, do you want me to start? You start. You can start. All right. Um, let's see. So where do I start? Um, the beginning. So when I met my baby daddy, um, we met on Tinder. Tinder. Um, don't ever do it. <laughs> Shout out to Tinder. Um, I will probably never date someone from Tinder for this reason. <laughs> um, but we met on Tinder about like a week before New Year's. Um, and it was New Year's Day, and I had- What year was that? Oh, I don't even know. Like, the beginning of 2021, I think. Yeah. 2020. No, I had my son in 2020. Definitely not. Like, 2019. (laughs) (laughs) No conception of time over here. Zero. Uh, I don't, I don't know what year we're in. Um, but, uh, I met my baby daddy on Tinder, um, and me and my friend Stephanie were having a party. Um, and so I invited him because he had moved here from Pennsylvania, so he didn't know anybody. Um, so he came to the party, and pretty much we were inseparable since. Um, we were with each other every day after the fact. And it was toxic as fuck. Um, Love that. <laughs> I want to say, like, the first month was just... Wait, did you guys meet here on Tinder? Like in... Yeah. Yeah. So he moved here from Pennsylvania to, like, work on a weed farm or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Went to shit real quick. Right. Um, and so he ended up moving in with me literally, like, right after we met. Right. Um, and so then we were with each other for, I want to say, like, three, four months. Um, and then we got into a really bad fight. Um, and so he decided to – actually, he texted my best friend um, and told her that he wanted to go to her house and just kind of step away before he goes to Pennsylvania, blah, blah, blah. My homegirl ends up asking me if I want to go to lunch. Um and so we go to lunch, and that's where she decides to spill the tea that my boyfriend is moving into her house because <laughs> um, we need a break. So I decide to go back home, and I pack all of his fucking shit. Um, and tell he gets home, and he's like, "What are you doing? I'm like, what do you, what are you doing? No, like, literally, what have you been doing at work, honey? Huh? Um, so I told him, you know, have a great time. This is it. Take your shit. Bounce. Um, so he did. And he ended up going to my friend Stephanie's house. Um, shout out to Stephanie. Um, I will say, like, the first two weeks, I definitely were like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? And yeah. she told me everything. Like, what he was doing, what he said, all of the things. So I didn't really, like, question her. But it was more the fact that, like, why do you have my boyfriend at your house? Like, right. What, what is going on? Right. Um, so he ended up 
driving all the way back to Pennsylvania. Um, and then within <laughs> like, I want to say that month, um, I ended up moving to Texas. Um, my mom was a really bad alcoholic at the time and just a lot of like family issues started happening. And so my dad pretty much told me like, you, you were living at your mom's? Yeah, I'm living yeah. at my mom's at this time. Right. Um, and so my dad tells me, like, I am i can't do it anymore. I'm leaving. And I literally looked at him, and I was like, not if I leave first. Right. And he was like, what? I'm leaving. Um, so then a couple days later, I ended up flying to Texas. I didn't tell anybody. Um, my mom thought I was going to Portland. Um, Mind you, Portland to Texas is, like, worlds apart. Not worlds apart, but, like, very far apart. Portland is like four hours from us, and Texas is on the other side of the country. So, um, I moved to Texas, um, and I become a stripper. Um, I I don't talk down on strippers. I don't know. I guess there's hatred in the world for it, but you got to do what you got to do. Do um, what you got to do, baby. Get that bag. Yeah, I I made a lot of money, so I wasn't I wasn't opposed to it. Um. Um, and so after the third day, he ended up asking me, like, so what's your plan? Like, do you want to stay here? Or are you wanting to go back to your mom's house? Mind right. you, I'm, like, living at my mom's house. It's, it's not the move to live there. Um, and so I looked at him, and I was like, I don't want to go home. That's for sure. Right. Um, and so I ended up staying out there. I called my family and told them the truth. I'm in Texas, and I'm not coming back home. Right. Um, my mom ended up flipping out. My Actually, my whole family disowned me, actually for months after this jesus yeah um and so i was out in texas i was living my best life i honestly was extremely happy um i don't come from like a lot of money so the quick fast money was like wild to me right um well it's like almost addicting it is it's really addicting um and even now after years of not dancing um i'm still like addicted to the money and the hustle and want to get back into it just because you work a normal job. And right. Make... Anybody who, that's why I say, like, I personally, you know, I've never been in the hustle. Right. I'm, you know, a stay-at-home mom. We differ very much. You will see that through the podcast. But not that I talk down or have any shame on people who do have a hustle. But, you know, the people who do have a hustle like that, it's addicting to them because, you know, it's, it's constant fast money. fast money coming in. Mm-hmm. So, like, I made $15,000 in a month, and you have to think, how much do you make in a month at a normal job? Like right. 3000 you Period. know, like, so the money became really addicting. Um, but at this time, when I'm living in Texas, I ended up starting to talk to the, my baby daddy at this point. Um, and so we ended up starting to talk again and kind of, like, rekindling, I guess. Right. Um, but he knew I was in Texas doing what I'm doing. He was in Pennsylvania doing what he was doing. Um, and so... Like I said, I moved there within three days, so my family, I missed my family. Um, So I went back to Oregon to come and visit my family, and Daryl came out and surprised me. Um, And so, how sweet, Daryl. So sweet. Um, And so he ended up asking me if I would come back to Pennsylvania with him after our six days of being with each other. Um, And I pretty much told him, hell no. I was like, I like my life in Texas. I Had you ever been anywhere on the East Coast? No. Before? No. (laughs) Texas was as far as I've went. Well, Uh, East Coast is just like, it is so different than the West Coast. So if you're from the East Coast, no, like, hate you. You guys just live life so differently. Like, so different. There, a lot of the East Coast is very, like, bougie. And you guys are kind of mean. Like, the they're well not they're not mean they're just like 
mean. Pennsylvania is a very political state. They are mean. Yeah. Like, the servers there are mean. Like, you're, I don't know, Pennsylvania is just mean. If you live in Pennsylvania, more props to you. I hope you're nice. Because, I don't know, Pennsylvania would be stressing. Right. <laughs> like, a lot of places. And I'm like, damn, this ain't for the week. Huh. Um, you're like, this don't have no southern hospitality literally, here. I'm like, um... <laughs> And so I loved Texas. Um, I wasn't ready to leave Texas by any means. I had a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish. Um, Like I said, I was making a lot of money. So there was a lot of things that I wanted to do. Um, And so he ends up going back to Pennsylvania and I fly back to Texas. Um, And then within like literally, I think it was a week to the day, um, I was at the club. And at nighttime, if you guys have never worked at the club or don't know, um, you get paid, but then you have to go and pay like your DJ, the house mom, like all the, you know, the I, I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah. So Tell you me. have to go and pay like how they, you know, your bouncers, your DJ. Kind of like a, like I've been a waitress before. So kind of like how you have to pay like your kitchen stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. how they keep it right. And your house. Much. Yeah. Um, and so I was going and paying the DJ out. Um, and I kept getting a text message from his roommate and she's like, are you and Daryl still talking? And at this time I'm like, why is he cheating on me? Like <laughs> For sure. You're like, God damn it. What, what bitch is in the house? Um, and so I'm like, uh, yeah, why? What did he do? And she was like, I need you to call me like right now. And at this point, I'm not, I'm not friends with his friends. So <laughs> I'm like, right. um, okay. Especially not the girl ones. Definitely not. Um, and so I end up calling her and she's like, it's bad. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, Daryl's in ICU and he might not make it. So at this point, I'm freaking the fuck out i'm at the club literally panic attack tears streaming down my face all the girls are like bitch are you okay i'm like i need to get out like literally get me on a flight to fucking pennsylvania now also crazy to think back to is that like i literally got on a flight the next day and never went back to that club so they probably were like bro what the fuck happened with that bitch literally they were like did she get beat the fuck up too like (laughs) what the fuck wasn't allowed to talk to other people obviously um, and so he had no idea that I was talking to Daryl still. Um, and so I had to pretty much make up a story that my brother just got beat up and I need to fly back home. Um, and this man tells me that I needed to wait a week. <laughs> He's like, wait a week, see how it goes. No, I can't wait a week. Literally. Yeah. Mind like, you, all this. Bitch, I would have hopped out a window. Literally, like, no. Yeah. Um. And so I ended up going back home that night and didn't sleep. Obviously, I was just waiting for him to call or somebody to call and give me an update. Um, and then I want to say like three, four o'clock in the morning, he ended up calling me and he was just bawling. Like, he's like, all I could think about was literally you and my mom. Like, Aww. He's like, I, I don't Darryl. know. Right. <laughs> That's when he was sweet. <laughs> um, but he's like, I literally, those were the two things that just kept running in my head. He's like, you're so far away. And I would have been g- gone, you know, right. like. And so um, I end up getting on a flight that next morning. And so this is September. This all happened Friday the 13th. So I got on a flight the 14th and ended up getting to Pennsylvania on the 15th. Um, It was like a late night flight or whatever. So I get to Pennsylvania. I go into the hospital room and this man is fucked up. Like he's now. (laughs) No, I've seen the pictures like. It was sad. Like, honestly, he he's lucky he is alive. Is alive like, for literally. sure. 100%. Um, he's now blind in his left eye. Um, he That's has, gnarly. like, a whole new nose. Um, he has Damn. scars on his, like, the top of his head. We gotta pay for that shit. <laughs> I'm pissed. What Bro. the fuck, Durl? Yeah. Like, it was bad. Um, and so 
I ended up going and being with him. Um, played Captain Save-A-Ho. <laughs> Worst mistake in my life. No, I'm just kidding. I got my son out of it. So, um, played Captain Save-A-Ho and literally a month to the day. So, September 15th, I got there. <laughs> October 15th is my birthday. I got pregnant on my 21st birthday. Um, and I was scared shitless. I will say that I literally cried, I want to say, for the first, like, seven months. Relatable. Um, I wasn't... I don't know about you, but I didn't have an attachment with Josiah, like, at all. Like, I did not like being pregnant. I didn't like him moving. I didn't like people commenting on it. Like, Really? You I, know what? I've heard that there are two types of moms, right? And there, there are ones that, like, like me. And I'm literally throwing my daughter. I threw my daughter. What did I throw my daughter? A fucking six-month birthday party, bro. So there's moms like me who are obsessed with their children. I'm I'm literally like I would bathe in my children. Can't um, really. No, I'm just I love my son. I don't want to no, make it sure. seem like I don't love my son. But there I are definitely... two different types of moms. I don't put her down, right? You always tell me like, bro, you got to put her down. You have to put her down. She is never going to like crawl or walk or live. <laughs> I do want to say, though, Auntie got her to crawl because guess what? Jordan started putting her down. Yeah, I did. I finally. We're we're at 10 months now and she's crawling. When my uh, four-year-old crawled at, what, six months? Walking at 10 months. So That's not to compare. Don't ever compare your children, ever. But but you naturally do. Right. Um, so there's just a different in parents, um, and there's parents that absolutely love being pregnant. They will have a hundred kids all for it. Complete opposite. I hated being pregnant literally from the time I was pregnant till the time I went into that hospital room. Absolutely despised it. So do you not feel like, so after I had both the babies, even though I had them at different hospitals, I felt this like feeling every time I drove by the hospital. And I still feel it that I like I missed being yep. in the hospital. Yeah. Like, I missed I don't know. Yeah. Just like that couple days for you were just you for you, your baby daddy, for me, my husband, and your baby. And it was just very you don't get that back. I also had my son during the pandemic. So I, I had to meet him through a window. Yeah. So like nobody I didn't get any visitors. I didn't it was literally me and my baby daddy that's it so having your first child without your mom or a parent or a friend or you know like somebody really close to you was very hard especially because me and Daryl had a very rocky relationship so not a lot of people can relate with that because you know when you go into giving birth I mean it's a horrible experience for a lot of people you're giving birth it's the most painful thing most women go through but to know that you have and are surrounded by the people that you have picked to be in that experience with you is just comforting and it brings you a different kind of comfort. To have that ripped away from you and like those rights Along stripped from you, like, that's hardcore, dude. And not just that, I feel like when people have their kid, like you look forward to those visitors. Right. Like you want to show your baby that's off what to I the mean. world. Like, like, and to sit in that hospital, I was so depressed. I literally cried. Mind so you, you see these people who have like a list, right? And they're like, these are the people who can come into my hospital room at these times. I don't want to see anybody in my hospital room for the first. No, not me. Just, I want everyone. I did too. Like Christian's grandparents, when I had my C-section, waited from the time I got checked into the hospital before oh. my C-section till after we had her. 
And then they didn't even end up getting to meet her because she went to the NICU. They came back the next morning, brought food, flowers, Aww. the whole nine yards, and then finally got to meet her. But it was like, people are, if people want to show you love and people are excited to give you that kind of love, let them. Right. And that's what's so crazy is that, like, after I had my son, you know, at this point, you just want to go home, right? Like, you're leaving the hospital. <laughs> that last like, day, I will tell you, is the worst. Like, you are, like, it's like you're in prison, the, right, literally. You're clawing at the nurses. Like, like, sign the fucking papers. Let's get this period. going. I want to go home. What do you mean I still need discharge <laughs> paperwork? Like, I got everything ready. Like, <laughs> right. I'm out of here. And so the day that I wanted to go home. nurse lactician consultant wants to see me. Fuck no. no. <laughs> We're good. We don't need to talk. We'll be back in a week. Period. Um, And so. Jordan, yeah. Um, And I was telling her, like, my boobs hurt I don't know you won't understand until you're pregnant the difference between like pregnancy and like period right know? like there's two different kind of cramps for sure. yeah like, and let me tell you pregnancy cramps scare the fuck out of you for sure um and so I literally anytime you get them I don't care if it's a round ligament pain I don't care what it is that shit scares you right and I literally thought I had breast cancer like my, I was like there's this is not the type of right. pain that I get right um, and so I was FaceTiming her and she's like, girl, you're pregnant. And I literally laughed at her. I was like, there's no way I'm pregnant. Like, what? I don't even think I can have kids. Literally two weeks before this, I'm telling Daryl, like, when we're set, we should see if I can have kids. It's been right. years and I just don't get pregnant. Right. Um, and so I hung up with her and I had like a pregnancy test in the drawer and Daryl's playing video games. So he doesn't even know that I'm like questioning right now that I'm fucking pregnant. Right. So I go in the bathroom and I take the pregnancy test and I go and just kind of set it on the bed. It's like the clear blues that like yeah. take a minute. It's right. loading. And so I'm playing on my phone and I swear that shit came back pregnant so fast. Like there was I no... took a fucking, I took a Dollar Tree one. Bro, I never think that those work. So I was like, nope. No, gonna... they work, dog. They work. <laughs> <laughs> they work. Um, And it's crazy because I feel like a lot of people like, you find out you're pregnant and you take like 15 pregnancy tests. For sure. Nope. I took that one and I was like. Convinced. Me too. So I come back in the room and I'm bawling my eyes out. Like You I and I are very intuitive with like our intuition though. Like super intuitive with it. Like I pay attention to my tuition nine times out of ten. Definitely. So I just knew. And so I came in the room and I literally just kept saying like we're fucked. We are literally fucked. And he's like what is going on? Like, why are we fucked? And at this point I just break <laughs> down bawling. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking pregnant. My reaction. Same. He literally looked at me. He's like, wait, what? And I was like, bro, I'm pregnant. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? And no, no, you know, I don't, I don't hold it to him, but right. he did ask. He's like, are we getting an abortion? Like, what are we fucking doing? Right. And I was like, you know, I'm not on, birth control if I was on birth control I feel like not that I would ever get an abortion like, was Daryl raised in like um, a religious household at all I don't I don't know because he was religious at one point in time mm -hmm. but I don't think that like he's totally against abortion because right. of a religion you absolutely know? yeah and so I look to at each him, their own for sure right I'm not some people will get it some people won't now that I have my son I don't think I ever could because right. I know what comes from it you right know? um but I literally looked at him and I was like, you know, I'm not on birth control. We didn't try to, like, protect this in any way. Right. Like, obviously, I'm supposed to be pregnant. This happened we for a reason. We took no preventive measures. At all. <laughs> um, and so 
I sat there and I was like, we got to tell somebody. Right. I can't hold this to myself. No. So I called. Well, especially with like how long you had been with him. Like I can relate because my husband and I weren't together for very long. Right. Julie given we did work out, but that's not everybody's situation. Like was it mine? Right. And so I actually I felt the same way. Like I I can definitely relate. Like it sucked and it you almost feel like alone. Right. And at this time me and my family didn't have a a relationship. They completely right. wrote me off. You were saying cuz you had moved from to your, Texas. Right, from and your they, mom. Right. And they didn't like Daryl. Like they didn't want me to get back with him nothing. And so calling my mom, I remember calling her and she literally was like okay right i was like oh okay like not the reaction you ever expect from your mom telling her that you're pregnant especially as an adult like i get it if you were like 16 years old and you were like mom i fucked up but i'm 21 no for sure and so his mom had just gotten neck surgery so she was like all on pain Pain meds yeah right so i call his sister up and i'm like bro i'm pregnant like i don't we gotta tell his mom Right. And so I remember we went down there and we told her and she just looked at us like so dead face and was just like, oh, all right. We're like, I'm pregnant. Like, right. We're having a baby. Mind you, she doesn't have any like grandkids. a real life human. Yeah. Like she doesn't have no grandkids. So this is like the first like grandbaby. Right. And she was just so like fucked up because she just had neck surgery. And I remember the next morning I went down there and she just starts crying. She hugged Aww. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm like. Thank God I got a good reaction because everybody else I called last night was not down. Right. So it was stressful when I got pregnant. I don't think it was like a, it wasn't that excitement. Beautiful moment. experience right. like you imagine it. For and sure. So my pregnancy, I think, was just hard in general. Like from, also I moved from Pennsylvania back to Oregon, how to get my own place. Like it was just hard, but I wouldn't change it for the world. I love being a mom now. and my son's We love our baba boy. Yes, so. I wouldn't change it, but I definitely will wait for my second. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, jumping from one to two is, it's not like worlds different for me, but it is definitely different. I didn't know how to, I didn't know if I was going to be able to give them both the same amount of love because I was like, like I talked about in the beginning, like I was obsessed with Addie right. when I got pregnant with her. And so, for the first, until I had Aria, she was my best friend right. through everything that I've ever been through. And we'll get to all that. Right. And so, you know, when I had Aria, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to give her the same amount of love that I give my first child. Right. Completely different. Like, completely different love. Completely different. It's just different. See, and that's why I'm always scared to have another one. Because I always think that, like, I... Yeah. I also don't think I could ever be a girl mom. Like, if you guys know me in real life, you know that I, I'm i just not that girly girl, not my type of thing. So, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you you're a, you give off a gangster vibe for sure. But, I mean, you also wear pink while you're doing it. So. Right. Definitely. <laughs> um, I think now that I have my son, I wouldn't really mind having a daughter now, but my first one, there was no fucking way. Right. Like, at my gender reveal, I literally said, if this is a girl, the party's over, you guys can all go home. Like, I'm not kidding, straight face. This that's is it. how I felt about having a boy, and that just shows how different we are, because if Josiah was a girl, she probably would have been at the fire station. Oh my god, <laughs> this bitch. No, my sister always says, if it was a girl, we would have taken her. I'm like, take her. Huh. I didn't want her. 
whatever. So be yeah. my little princess. See, now I don't mind it so much. Now I have all my nieces, though, so right. I still wouldn't mind having another boy. Right. <laughs> so. For sure. So what is your story? How did you become a mom? Well. <laughs> Hers is wild. I guess she has a little bit more tea. Um, yeah, I guess I'm I'm rolling the dice. I'm bringing the tea today. Um, yeah. So back in, God, uh 2018 2017 yeah yeah 2017 about because i was with like sanjaya at this time you were with your ex-fiance i was engaged way engaged like about to get married engaged but that's a story for a different (laughs) podcast um i was hanging out with i was best friends with this girl named destiny for god very 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 long time like and ride or die best like ride or die like you thought we would have buried a body for each other but complete opposite yeah um i was at work one day and i had i was dating this nobody and We had just gotten an apartment together. It was my very first apartment that I had ever gotten that was, like, mine. And I was at work one day, and I just had gut intuition, I tell you. I It's intuitive, and I trust it more than I trust Anything. the back of my fucking hand. Um, and I just had this, like, nasty, like, gross gut feeling. Puke. Literally. And so I didn't have my license at the time. Mm-hmm. Took okay. me until I was like 20 to get my license. Cannot relate. <laughs> um, and so I had my I had my stepmom come and get me and bring me to the house. Mind you, my landlord lived on this. I was going to unlock the door with my at this point. I mean, she had had this car for fucking ever. So um, you knew it was her. Oh, I knew it was her. And, like, that gut feeling just, like, told me it was her. Mind you, no, they never gave me, like, the idea when we were hanging out that, like, but sneaky people are sneaky. Whatever. I don't give a fuck at this point. I'm just, you know. Friendship breakups are a lot different than breakups. Like, that shit haunts you. That shit hurts. Hurts. And I mean, like, that shit tore me apart, dog. Like, she was, like, family to me. Like, entire family. And when I went to go, you know, unlock the door, nobody unlocked the door and, like, went to open the door and, like, slid himself out of the door like a little fucking sleazy little snake. <laughs> the sleazy snake yeah. he is. Yeah, a little snake. <laughs> um, and mind you, he came out without a shirt on, so it was like, duh. And told me that I couldn't go into my apartment, that he would arrange a time for me to come and get my belongings. Mind you, I'm screaming at him to let me in there so I can pull this bitch down by her fucking hair. (laughs) And the landlord comes out at that point and is telling us we need to separate. He will call the cops so that one of us can get our belongings and the next person can get their belongings. Blah, 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 whatever. Um, and so, mind you, I didn't see either of them for years. Well, I I haven't seen nobody, like, till this day, till this day, but I hadn't seen her for years after that. Really? And I mean years. 
mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, I've grown. I don't want to fucking kick your teeth in anymore. As bad. As bad. But still looking at you makes me sick. Um, come to find out, they, he, she cheated on him. And when he found out she cheated on him, he laid in the road and tried to, like, wait for a car to hit him and told her he was going to kill himself. So, Stop. like, karma's a bitch. And I found my husband. So let's get on to the... How she got pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) There's your tea for you. Um, But... She met him literally, like, right after I literally met him, like... like, he saved her. Three weeks after that. Yeah, no. Like, he literally, like, saved my heart. Like, I needed Christian in that time more than... In that time, we were both going through a really hard time. I had posted on my Snapchat that I was going to... A Flatbush Zombies concert. Stop. Right? Dog. I haven't heard about them in so mm-hmm. since high school days. Right. If you know, you know. Um, but he told me, he messaged me on Snapchat, and he was like, I've never been to a concert before. What? Ever. That's I was like, crazy. I'm about to put you on. See, it took me a long, I don't think I've been to a concert until, like, literally my junior, senior, probably even after high school, to be honest. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. My very first concert was when I was, like, seven, and it was Rascal Flatts. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's Kate's, too. No way. And my my brother, Thomas, got one of the drumsticks. Like, he caught it in oh, the fucking sick. air. Yeah, when they used to, like, throw their shit out. Yeah. Rascal Flatts is an all-time favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Fire. Um, But, yeah, so... We ended up going to the concert together, had a great time, and literally have been inseparable, haven't spent a day apart since, but... Which is crazy. Right. It is crazy. I mean, that's kind of how me and Daryl were until... Right. Things happened. Up, but, for sure. I mean, literally the day that I met him, that next morning, I was like, bro, I'm hungover. I'm going home. I don't right. Know. And then only three months into us being together, I got pregnant, and I, you know, we weren't using preventative measures at all um everybody knows how you get pregnant so i was scared i was really scared i was with our best friend shasta who rest in peace to her shout out shasta always she passed away six months ago again that'll be a that'll Mm -hmm. be a trauma episode um i was with shasta and we were going to drink actually and she was like bitch you haven't had your period in like three weeks you need to take a pregnancy test mind you like my whole life my period was like when i did have it and i wasn't on birth control on literally the day the dot never that's crazy mm -hmm, never missed a day and that's why like i i like felt like i was pregnant because i was like something's off you're like i know it's off and she said, I'm peed, taking it right here. Literally. I peed on a stick on a back road. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, <laughs> and that shit came out like positive, positive. Like yours, you said, like positive. There's no hiding it. No. Like that shit was right away. And I went to my dad first because I, you know, I had barely known Christian for three minutes literally so i was scared i was terrified and my dad is my best friend all we time love jesse shout out to jesse douglas shout out dirtco media house check him out <laughs> check him out we love jesse um 
I went and told my dad before I went and told anybody. And my dad was super supportive. He was like, we're doing this. Like, yeah. He was like, this is us. Like, this is our thing. Like, if anybody else doesn't want to be there, I am. That's dope. Yeah. So I felt strong enough at that point to go and tell Christian. Mind you, Christian was at home. He had been drinking. He was very intoxicated. (laughs) And I showed up to his apartment. And I was like, I have something to tell you. He was like, what? Not expecting me to be like, bam, here's a fucking pregnancy test. You're going to be a dad. Right. And when I told him, he literally almost word verbatim said what my dad said. And was like, we are in this together. Like, this is us. We're all doing this together. And at that point, I felt, and that's probably why my pregnancy experience was so much different than yours. And not putting that onto you at all. Not at all. You know, it shows that, like, people who have support in pregnancy do it. It provides a different type of pregnancy. You flourish, literally. You do flourish. Wait until you're ready to have a baby. Wait until you're in that mindset and that state that you're able to flourish during your pregnancy instead of let it tear you down and take away the person that you are. Right, because that's one thing is, like, I struggle through my pregnancy. Like, from start until really I got my own like apartment and stuff I mean it was a struggle right so I definitely could say like it definitely depends on your situation Mm -hmm. and your money your finance your support everything absolutely um so what our point to that is take preventative measures please do yeah so let's also talk um next (laughs) thing next lastly how did we get not on the itinerary Jordan that's uh, how we got it. That's how we got it. Yeah, we got it from me. Um, just so everybody knows, I am probably the biggest fucking brat. Spoiled In brat. the world. I wouldn't say spoiled. Girl, you're spoiled. Okay. She's spoiled. Shout out to Jesse once again. Yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to having a rich daddy. Literally. We love him. Anyways. Um, she said I'm not spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I straight said after that, I said, I'm just going to fly home. From my own bachelorette party. Yeah. So, this girl, from start to... The wedding was... The wedding was a lot. My wedding was not anything that was on the itinerary. At all. Um, The bachelorette party, nothing was on the itinerary. My wedding was... Which like, was crazy because we had an itinerary. Books crazy. Like we, we had an itinerary. We, we were following. We had a, like, actual written out full itinerary. We were following it. It was going good. Outfits were going good. Everybody brought what they said they were going to bring. So, like, you know, Bridezilla was happy. Yeah. And we were stressing it, okay? She wanted, like, you better wear animal print one day. You better have this matching dress pink. the other day. Mm-hmm. You better wear pink. Like, it was it was extra, okay? Again, spoiled brat vibes. But we love it. We love it. That's how you should be when you get married. Let me tell anybody here, when you get married, be extra. It is one of the only times in your life where you are going to get to be like just. It's about you. Basked and your... in extraness. So <clears throat> make it that way. Right. And I did. She uh, did. <laughs> we went to Santa Cruz for my bachelorette party. Again, we're from Oregon. We're. I don't want to say we're from. Okay, I'm not from Oregon. Right. But I'm from Oregon. We stay in Oregon. So she's Santa from Cruz, California. Santa Cruz is a solid, what, 10 hours, I think it was? Yeah. 10, 11 hours? Well, we stayed in Santa Rosa, which was 10 hours, and then you drive into Santa Cruz, which was, like, 
an hour, hour. Yeah, ish. So like 11 hours. But it was where I wanted to go. I'd never been to an amusement park before. So the second day we went, mind you, I wore a fucking dress, dress. on every roller coaster. And I went on every single ride there, dog. Like every ride. I had the time of my goddamn life. Like, I will say, shout out to Jordan, because I'm petrified of heights. I'm not a fan of, like, roller coasters going mm-hmm. upside down. None of it. Um, and uh, Shasta and Jordan actually got me on a roller coaster. A, a fucking wooden one that, like, click, click. Sketchiest yeah. fucking Does the, thing like, I've click, ever click, rode. Click, click, click. You're, like, riding, and it's, like, literally feels like you're going to break. Yeah, not a fan. Then you actually got me on one that went upside down, too. Right. Um, And that was a good day. And then the next... That night came, and our plan was to go to the boardwalk, the boardwalk in Santa Cruz, go to dinner on the boardwalk, and go back to our Airbnb and finish our party. bachelorette party. You know, our activities we had. We had yeah. like so many, we had like 14 games, dude. We had so much alcohol. We were gonna, people brought like, you know, their signature drink. Like, we had a plan, we had a whole plan. Um, our plan went right out the motherfucking window, the whole thing. And I mean, from the start of this night to the end, we, mind you, it was on the same property as the 49ers stadium. Shout out to the 49ers. They're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Woo. Woo. Fuck the 49ers. I'm a big Raiders fan. So (laughs) anyways, um, we went back to the Airbnb and got ready to go to dinner, went you know, drove to Santa Cruz. Great drive there. Went to dinner at a really nice seafood restaurant on the boardwalk. Okay, let me also add real quick. None of us were prepared for the fucking. And like Maya's bill. I want to say Maya's bill was like a hundred and something dollars. This girl was got calamari and like we're all sitting there. We're like, uh, can we just get some bread and dip? <laughs> no, for sure. Like we were like, um, what the fuck? The shots like, alone were like $20. Yeah, the shots were really expensive. And then Brittany and Jessica's plates were like $300 together. Dude, so expensive. But yeah. it was fire. It was so fire. Shout and out to Kelly the... Kelly sh- the shout out to Kelly the fucking bartender. Wait, waitress. Waitress, whatever he was because... He pushed them drinks, dude. And I mean... That's this, how our bill was so fucking high. Right. I had like four Jaeger bombers. And that's where this night goes down motherfucking hill, dude. Also, Jordan's the type that like she takes one shot, she's done. Like done for. Like I get fucking smashed. Like I... And it's not like, oh my God, she's pretending to be drunk, smashed. No, like I'm in the bathroom like puking. Literally. <laughs> I just sit there in silence. I'm like, somebody make this spinning go away. They're like, bitch, you took, you licked fireball. Literally, (laughs) though. Anyways, so bridesmaids who are supposed to meet us at dinner. They're sisters. They decided to. They couldn't find us. They couldn't find us. So they just decided to up and pack all their stuff and leave. Not just leave back to the Airbnb, like straight up leave back home to Oregon and it's the middle of the fucking night yeah it's the middle of like it's like 11 o'clock at night so we were like that set the night off we were like okay so two of you have already left because this is so fucking chaotic because we have Bridezilla because we have Jordan um and then we go to you know be done at dinner take 
the cutest pictures, you know, by the beach. And then we go to the car. And fucking Shasta. Shasta ended up locking her keys in the car before we left to dinner. Not just locking her keys, bro. They were in the ignition. Like, she didn't even pull them out. Like No. She turned the car off and just left them there. And so, at first, we're all laughing about it. We're like, hee, 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 let's call a locksmith. Like, da, 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 da. Mind you, it's late. So, the boardwalk's closed. It's like There's no one there to come help us. Actually, the people from the party. Remember, people from the party. So there was a party. You guys know in Santa Cruz on the boardwalk how their roads are kind of like in San Francisco where they're like steep, very steep. And there was a party at the very end of the road. And this guy kept riding his bike in a circle around. And he was like, do you guys need help? We're like, actually, yeah, we do. Yeah. Like, we're not from here. Do you know a locksmith? And we ended up messaging Shasta's mom. We called her, actually, and we fake cried. And we were like, Mom, we don't know what we're going to do. And so we hung up with her. She sends us money for a locksmith with a tag that says, Stay calm, girls. I love you. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Shout out to Crystal. And let me also say real quick, these girls are from Oregon. So they you don't have to pump your gas here. So they didn't know how to pump their gas. When they locked their keys in the car, they literally looked and were like, do we call the cops? No, bitch, we don't call the cops. What? We No. Like, we, we call a locksmith, honey. The cops are not going to come save us. Mind you, Jordan over here was raised in, like, not, like, if I hear, like, a balloon pop, I think it's a gunshot, like, type of thing. Like, I hide. She's not, like I said, she's spoiled. So she she's never struggled. I've struggled. I I did struggle the first couple of years of my life, actually, until I was taken away from my mom. But that was in times that I don't remember. And it wasn't in times that like when I was like molding myself into a person. When I started becoming like a girl and a woman, I met my dad. And my dad was like, bitch, you better not walk out of the house with your fucking face on all the time. Right. So that's just the type of woman he raised me to be. But. So when yeah, I was scared on the side of the road. I'm not gonna lie to you. Petrified. Petrified. She's like, we're mind stuck you, this guy's riding his bike around, and I'm like, November, do you think he has a knife? <laughs> like, Literally. Does he have a gun? <laughs> I want to hide in the car, but I can't. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, at this point, we're all getting antsy. We're drunk. We want to go back to the Airbnb, and we're all starting to make comments. But you know bitchy old me over here let's say again i'm like the only one on my phone trying to find a locksmith i'm calling everyone like how much is it i'm doing my thing i'm doing my work all y'all are literally i'm calling my husband while he's at the (laughs) casino at his bachelor party like so we locked ourselves out of the car and i think we're gonna get shot (laughs) literally maya's over here Trying to get on the side of the road, on the side of the road, trying to get a hold of her man. Who I don't know if he was sleeping. I don't know where he was, but she she could not get a hold of him, and she was getting mad. And I mean, like, angry (laughs) to the point where when we went back to the Airbnb, she just went to bed. Like, (laughs) she was done. She was done. I want to go home, and I'm gonna get at this man. Literally, this man is not gonna. I'm gonna chew his ass so hard he won't have one. (laughs) Literally. So at this point. The comments start coming out. Right. And this bitch looks at us, okay? We're all sitting there. This bitch looks at us and goes, you know, 
this honestly wasn't on my itinerary. Bitch, if I've never literally broke my neck turning to her, like, what the fuck did you just say? Shasta looks at her and goes, was this on my fucking itinerary? Mind you, Shasta was my maid of honor, so she planned this whole trip. And so when I made this comment, I have never seen Shasta turn around and want to literally kill me. And at that point, I was like, oh, you bitches want to attack me? You want to attack me? Okay, fuck you. I want to fly home. She said, get me to the airport. I'm getting a plane and I'm flying home. Literally. All of us, get it, bitch. Get on that plane. Go for <laughs> literally, it. They were like, we will literally go back to the Airbnb and get drunk by ourselves. We don't give a fuck about you. Literally. <laughs> and so at this point. Finally. Let's also say, again, me and Jordan are two different people, right? Oh, God. So I'm like really trying to keep my composure like girl i'm really not trying to hurt you right now like what what did you just say so i look at me and i'm like bro we need to go to the ocean like we need to go to the beach i need to go put my feet in the water something (laughs) i need to remove myself from the situation because we're all gonna die okay literally not we're all but me i was jordan i was i was gonna die but um at that point manny the locksmith literally saved the fucking day literally like if manny didn't show up i don't know if we would be making this podcast episode today literally i remember manny came and again i'm like the only one that knows what the fuck they're doing and so i go over and he just sees the anger in my eyes and he's like i'm guessing this is all bad I literally looked at him. I was like, get us in this fucking car before I beat this bitch's ass. Because literally. none of this was on her itinerary. <laughs> and he literally looked at and us. And it was wasn't. Like, I got you. I got you. He literally got us in that bitch in like five no, minutes. He's literally. Like, Have a wonderful night. I he, hope he looked this at me goes he was good. Like, Are you the bride? And I was like, I am. Uh-huh. He was like, I wish you the best of luck, honey. <laughs> <laughs> if my fucking bachelorette trip is like this. Me too. Me too. Literally. That's not even, that's not even like a fourth, I think, of our night. No, the night went shit. Downhill. I went back to the Airbnb. Um, One of the other people that we had invited got really, really drunk. Um, And it just went to shit. Everybody, not everybody argued, but like I argued with one of my friends people who were there and she argued with the other people who were there and it was just it was a long it was a long night we didn't sleep and then we had to drive home the next day i remember but like after arguing for so long we just sat there and we were laughing like is dude we have videos of us just like is this our life like is this jordan's like this is gonna be your life like this is it Mm -hmm. we should have known at that point maybe we should wait on the wedding maybe and actually, I ended up having to, like, cut my guest list for my wedding because of COVID. Definitely should have waited for my wedding so more people could have been there. But it was horrid. Like, the planning, it planning a wedding is not for the week. We were literally putting shit together still the morning of her wedding. Mind you, it's still raining outside. It did. It rained right before until we, I walked down the altar. And then it was sunny the whole rest of the night and yep. warm. Yeah, it was so nice. let me tell you guys something. When they say like it rains on your wedding day and it ties the knot, quote unquote, tighter. Oh, it tied it tighter. It tied that shit. Like, there's tight. no. We've been my husband and I have been through a lot. 
like a lot, a lot, like anything probably you could think of, him and I have like overcome and we're still overcoming it, but. You guys have been married for like a year and a half now, right? We've been married for going on three years. We weren't, yeah, 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 it'll be three years this Mm -hmm. coming September, Um, but we've been together going on seven years, so crazy that is crazy that's mm-hmm. so wild it's so crazy because i remember you guys getting no. together six years my bad still because addy's five and right. we were together for like a year before that so um, but yeah so it's super crazy to think six years ago because i remember you and just the, right think that that's we, six years like holy shit time is flying right because like we all hung out before we had kids kids so it was like a much different we time were raving we were doing for fucking crazy right wow so thank you yeah thank you for joining our first episode i feel like this one was it took a lot but it it took a lot of planning yeah it took a lot to get here we Um, didn't realize how no let me tell you and how hard it doing a podcast is not sitting down with your recording equipment turning it on and just talking it is like so much more into so much more than that but trying to find our name like right we sat there forever like bro what do we fucking call this podcast for sure and like this podcast is very personalized right um not only for us but for you guys which is why like we want to try and do like guests guests q a's like you guys send in stories that we tell to the world that you want the world to hear you think that the world you know would be interested to hear you guys have to put your name if you want to put your name and you want it shared out Fuck yeah. Right. But we'll do kind of like an anonymous Q&A at the end of some of our episodes to where. It took us a long time to get to us wanting to do a a podcast and really be okay to talk about the trauma and the shit that we've been through. Right. November and I have both been through a lot of different and some just hardcore shit. Right. It's been a rough year. 25 years. Yeah. God. 26 years for me. yeah. Yeah. It's been we're we're making it and we're finally in the phase of starting to heal and hopefully you know this podcast you guys can come along for that journey right and it's cool because i think now sharing it to you guys one it's kind of helping us be able to talk about our story and help other people but also help us heal in the same time and right. being able to talk about you know a lot of, we've never talked about a lot of shit so right it's gonna be cool to finally be able to talk about it and one learn more about each other yeah um, because there are some things we will talk about on this podcast that I'm sure her and I have never talked about with each other. Yeah, there's some things that we talk about every day. And I'm like, she's like, bitch, I never knew that. Right. Yeah. Same. So I'm excited. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. We're we appreciate so you for listening and all the support that anybody and everybody has given us thus far. Um, this is only the beginning, baby. Literally mm-hmm. the beginning. So I'm excited for everybody that's starting literally from yeah. episode one and then. Any of you guys that are joining in episode 50 and you guys are just starting out. Absolutely. So we're here for it. We're yep. here for you. So I'm excited that we're all going And we're happy together. you're here for us. Yeah. We love you guys. So thank you for tuning in on This Is Not On The Itinerary. Have a good week. Bye.